The Notebook Podcast is meant for entertainment only. We're not licensed professionals, and this podcast is not intended to give professional help. This podcast contains adult themes, sexual content, strong language, and is only intended for an audience who's ready for the shit! Okay there. Story time! Hello, and welcome back to the Notebook Podcast. <coughs> Jesus, what the hell? I'm Amy! <laughs> and I'm Nana, and this is the 15th episode of our second season. Welcome, welcome back. We almost I almost drowned there. in my own saliva. I, was like, I had coffee, and you know what? It's like sticky, and I went, and it was like, I was like, Ew. oh my god, we're gonna die. It's disgusting. You're disgusting. Okay, I'm good. Welcome back! (laughs) You're crying a little bit. Are you okay? No, I'm fine. Yeah, my eyes are... Yeah, it's good. Speaking of coffee, I I quit coffee. What? That's probably why I look like this right now. (laughs) Wait, but you just bought like 200 pods. Well, it's for Lehman. Um, Mm -hmm. But I, I, I... Yeah, I quit coffee. It's been five days now i think i'm okay i'm surprisingly okay i think remember how yesterday i told you i had a massive headache i think it's because of coffee coffee Mm. yeah because i usually have a big old cup of coffee every morning sometimes i have two i love coffee i could not get up before coffee um but yeah i just quit cold turkey and i'm still alive that's crazy yeah i think how long have you been drinking it like that since university <laughs> it's a, been a long time yeah and i reason why i decided to quit coffee is because i realized that it, it makes my anxiety even worse yeah it, it makes me very like just fluttered all, all day and just on my feet all day on my toes so i decided to try it and it's been helping a little bit i'm a little bit calmer um a lot more sleepy but i am <laughs> I'm going to pull through and I'm going to be okay. That's so great. I barely ever drink coffee. I know. I only drink coffee when I, you know, those days when you wake up and you're like, holy shit, I could probably sleep till 4 p.m. today. You're so tired. So those days I'll have coffee. But when I have coffee, I'm like very anxious and Mm -hmm. panicky. Yeah. And like Every single thing that happens that day, doesn't matter if like, you know, I have to feed Charlie a little bit later or something. Like I have anxiety about it. Yeah. I'm like, what the yeah. hell? Like this is so rational. So yeah, that's why I don't have coffee. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it's the pandemic that's been getting to me. I know, I, like I said, I love staying at home, but it's been fucking four months. And I think <laughs> it's starting to get to me that, and my anxiety has been just going bunkers lately and i'm trying to sleep earlier um have a better sleep schedule meditating before bedtime cutting coffee drinking more water going outside for more walks just trying to and exercising more regularly just doing whatever i can uh based on the internet telling me what i can do to make myself feel better and trying to get my freaking brains back on track how's it going that's awesome it's been a little better. I'm a little bit more chill, and I think rereading Harry Potter really worked. I think mm-hmm. <laughs> finding that comfort in the world of wizards—I know it sounds stupid—but it gives me comfort, you know, um, and and it helps. I've been more chill. Um, yeah, sleeping more. So that's we good. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Work on yourself. <sighs> Yeah, I'm trying to get back into exercise. I started the Chloe Ting challenge. I don't know if you've heard <gasps> Which of that. Which one are you doing? Oh my god, are you crazy? I do them. That's like my jam. I love Chloe. Well, I hear oh. her when I'm doing it. Oh. <laughs> Just the three-week shred thing. And I'm not using weights or anything. So right. it's just body stuff because I just need to get into I realize like how bad sitting on the couch is for me because I'm on the couch maybe 10 hours to 12 hours a day working. Yeah. So um when I do like some of the lunges, I'm like, oh, wow, my back is going to snap. Or like my legs are so tight. Everything's just so tight. And so and everything cracks when you bend yeah, down, right? All your knees so- and arms. Yeah. And when I put my, like when I uh, put my knees on the ground and like I have to put pressure on it, I swear to God, my bones are going to snap. <laughs> <gasps> That's so yeah. fun. That's the same challenge I'm doing. Which day are you on? Three. Oh my God. Can we eat? 
Okay, we're gonna monitor each other. Okay, we're gonna okay. and monitor each other. Okay, but the last time, oh my gosh, guys! So one time, <laughs> Nana was like, "Yo, Amy, like, let's do workouts every day. We can like do it on Zoom, and we can keep each other accountable for things." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, let's do it. I'm excited." And then she was like, "Okay, let's do it at night." And I was like, "No, no, no, morning's better." So then it's like 8 a.m. This girl wakes up. She's like, "Yo, you ready?" It was like 7:46 or something. I looked at my phone. I was like. No, this is one of those days I can sleep till four. <laughs> like, oh, my stomach hurts. Oh, I'm feeling sick. Went right back. You told you told me you had a headache. Hold oh, on. Okay. <laughs> Hold and up, I, We never talked about this again. But yeah, and then I never invited her to join my workouts ever again. It was yeah. okay. I I'm I work out at nighttime, and because she said that she prefers morning, I got my ass up earlier than I've ever gotten up, just so I could work out with her in the morning. And I'm like fucking drowsy and sleepy as hell, and she's like, "Yo, I have a headache. I'm gonna go back to bed. Sorry." And I'm like, "This little fucker." <laughs> There are two things I hate more than anything in this world. Exercise and slow drivers. So but what about Donald Trump? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess there's a lot of things I hate in this world. But yeah, yeah, yeah exercise definitely number one. I don't know what it is about actually no. I found out what what it was. So when I exercise, there's like this threshold I have to hit when I enjoy exercise. And the right. threshold is when I'm angry, oh. like if I'm like angry during the workout, that means I'm going to have a good workout. So I've scared away three personal trainers already. Um, <laughs> and, and that's why like when I work out by myself, because I hate exercise so much, I can never push myself to that limit where I get angry. But right. then I don't feel like I've worked out and it's very unsatisfying. So I've actually started boxing as well. That's been really helpful for me because i enjoy boxing i can be angry i can yell no one stares at me and but i have to beat kevin up so oh you can come over we have a punching bag in the basement you can use ours and then we can work out together afterwards (laughs) yeah chloe (laughs) take challenge let's do it i'm gonna monitor you what day are you on i think i'm on day four but oh sweet okay we're like basically the same okay awesome exactly Okay. So we can monitor each other. Day three is a rest day, isn't it? Anyway, we'll talk. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm like this today. <laughs> so she, she's awake. She's yeah. Awake. <laughs> but yeah, I actually, so like, I have a goal. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to lose 15 pounds in eight weeks. Off of what? 15 Yo. pounds from where? There's stuff going on there. Oh, please. Oh, please. <laughs> There's lots of stuff. But when you're over 25, then like your bones don't work properly. I feel like my joints are not as oiled and shit. And then um, I feel like I was trying to be more healthy. And uh... yeah, when you're younger and you gain a couple pounds, it's so much easier to like just drop it. I can yeah. drop five pounds in a day. I know. And now it's just like I've been exercising and eating lean and drinking water. It just doesn't go away. And yeah. um, I think it's also part of the reason why some people think I'm pregnant and that's why I was getting married. Um, not pregnant for those who are wondering, um, yeah. especially to any family and friends that are listening right now. Cause everybody thinks apparently that I'm fucking pregnant just because we got married earlier than scheduled. All my friends do. Like they yeah. were like, Oh, did she get married quicker because she's having a baby? I was like, mm. no, <laughs> no, Nope, just wanted to say a big fuck you to COVID and uh, get our lives back on track. I am not pregnant, have not been in my life, and we do not plan to be pregnant anytime soon. I shouldn't say that. What if accidents happen? I'll take the last part out. But (laughs) I am currently unpregnant. Unpregnant? Not pregnant. Unimpregnated. What does the square hand signal mean for... Okay. This is what I do when I try to clarify something, I guess. Put it in a box and lock it. Interesting. Yeah, I've had to explain myself many times to the point where I, when I tell people, because it was such a small wedding that not everybody in my life knew about it, when I started telling people that we got we got married, I added the line, P.S. not pregnant to the end <laughs> of my notification. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah, but yeah. 
Apparently, if you get married earlier than planned, that's the first thing people think of. I mean, I don't blame them. I probably would have thought the same thing if my friend did that. So, just I mean, to clarify. I, yeah, I, I feel like pre-COVID times, definitely. But, like, during COVID, I know a bunch of people that just, like, eloped or yeah. they... One of my friends, she did a really cool thing. She actually, like, went up to, I think, North Bay or... I don't know. Thunder Bay. I don't know. So we're super far up north. Um, they said they it's were going to do... far from me. Oh, it's not? <laughs> far from me. <laughs> they, they said that they're going to do, like, a road trip across Canada, and they did. But, like, halfway through, they just eloped on a, on a ranch. And Aww. it was really nice. It was beautiful. They had, like, some... Like, a neighbor or something take photos for them. They had... Um, just a, a reverend like do the whole thing for them and they just eloped and it was really nice That's it looked so cute gorgeous. yeah and then they finished their road trip i think their That's... parents were really upset but well, um, yeah yeah but they you know that's just like they just wanted to celebrate their love and yeah. why not yeah they can always have a makeup wedding later on with the parents involved but yeah that was, right? that was for them that was for them exactly yeah so cute i know well what are we talking about today? We are talking about the horrors of dates that never seem to end. <gasps> I think we've all been there before, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I feel like we've shared a few stories that are kind of like that, and they just keep dragging on and on and on. But today we're focusing on this topic alone. And um, damn, there's a lot of cringy worthy moments in these stories. So yeah, shall we get started? Yeah, let's do it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, the first story comes from Babe Bleh. Bleh? Bleh. Bleh. Okay, so she says, Long ago when I was a young and poor... What? Long ago when I was young and poor, I wanted to get my first house really badly. My city was trying to get rid of some distressed properties, so they were raffling houses off a dollar each. Mm-hmm. And I entered. What city is this? I need to. How do I get in touch with these people that are raffling houses for a dollar each? A dollar? I would, yeah, I would totally buy that. Wait, what's the I catch? Would take five. I don't know. I guess it's. Well, we'll see. Okay. Okay. So she says, I lived in an apartment at the time where I met my very handsome looking neighbor. He took me to dinner where we each talked about our interests. We He talked about his dad being the minister of a church in Idaho. Oh, so I guess. Somewhere, Idaho. Yeah, I need to find these houses. Anyway, um, he showed me a picture of this church that looked beautiful inside, with all the wood interior and high vaulted ceilings. That picture stuck in my mind. Picture comes in the story as an important fact later on. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so she says, I told him about the house I was hoping to win. Um, it was in a high minority neighborhood. Still, that's still a really good deal. I know, a dollar? What the hell? For sure. Yeah. But when I told him that the house was in a high minority neighborhood, he got really upset and started lecturing me about how I better buy a gun if I was going to live there. What? Son of a bitch. Okay. Merkins. So, yeah. I tried laughing this remark off, but he wouldn't let it go. He just kept going on and on and got really rude about it too. I couldn't change the subject, so I asked him to take me home. We left, but he didn't take me home. Instead, he took me to a coffee shop. I thought he was going to knock it off, and we could maybe make up and save the date. But he proceeded to lecture me on some more and refused to get off my back. So this guy's getting really upset at the fact that this person that he's on a date with is moving to a high-minority neighborhood. It's not even his problem. Yeah, and also, why is it even a problem in the first place for him? (laughs) <laughs> yeah anyway so she says i got up and walked out even though it was dark and i had no way home he left with me and promised to take me home i got in the car and he changed the subject so the ride home was okay but instead of dropping me in front of my apartment he stopped at his and asked me inside i went in and it was a big mistake he went hot right back to my getting a gun etc etc so i left and went back to my place Years later, I saw a picture of this church on a TV show about hate groups. It <gasps> turns out he was a member of the CIM, which is Christian Identity Movement, and these nuts aren't Christian at all. They're a hate group 
kind of like a cult that believes that Jesus and the Jewish peoples of the Bible were actually Northern Europeans. What? <sighs> so this is why they despise they despise all minorities and why he was so upset at the fact that I was possibly moving into a high minority neighborhood. Yep. Yikes. Um, yeah, he was a racist, honey, so... Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm glad that she kind of dodged that bullet, because what if she didn't buy that house? Like, how would that have come up? It probably wouldn't have, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Exactly. Maybe that date would have gone out fine, because... Like, yeah. He was obviously attracted to him, right? Yeah. But, yeah. It, it, you dodged a bullet, for sure. For sure. I'm... Where the hell... Why the hell... I'm gonna raffle a house off for a dollar what the hell i would buy that in a second right and also if you think of yeah if they're raffling off a bunch of houses then there's gonna be a bunch of people that are moving into the area for a dollar and how many tickets can you buy like (laughs) i would like to take a thousand please yeah oh my gosh um imagine buying a house for a dollar that like it doesn't really matter which area in toronto you are in you can't buy shit for a dollar no buy buy a hot dog for a dollar it's crazy we were like looking at houses the other day and there's there was a 600 square foot tiny little thing i think it's smaller than most bachelor apartments it was actually like a bachelor house because it was the living room and then you had the pull-up bed and then the kitchen and a bathroom but it was a house and it was like it was a house it was a house and it was in like you know um between two houses there's like a small gap where you can walk or put your garbage that's where the house was it was that close to the two neighboring houses one million dollars shut up where Mm -hmm. is this like downtown in the east area of like central town downtown but what the why Do you think, like, maybe the two houses on either side just decided to make a house in between their houses <laughs> and sell the piece of land and make a use of the land? Maybe. It certainly That's looked crazy. like that. It's So, this like, the way they took the photos was so sneaky because they just took a photo of the house. Mm-hmm. But then, like, if you go on Google Maps and you do Street View, it's, like, touching the other two houses. It's, there's, like, no space to walk between the houses. It was basically, like, a townhouse. But they advertised it as a house and yeah. Wow. Yeah. Sneaky, sneaky. You know, also, I will never be able to afford a house in Toronto, so. Yeah, please come to, to the north. And the north area. <laughs> We're thinking about it. We're thinking. To the north. It's colder, but it's also more space. Yeah, that's the weird part. I don't know if I can get around how it rains here and then 30 minutes <laughs> Driving up to you guys and it's snowing. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's at least you get a good view. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're not gonna get dollar houses out here, at least. Nope. So, nope. But also, probably not as many uh, racist church groups. So, hate yeah. groups. Hate groups are. Yeah. Yeah. All right, and the next story is from someone named Anouk Day. <laughs> and she says, Oof, buckle up, cuties. It's about to get bumpy, and there might be a possible trigger warning. Oof. Okay, so I met this guy on OkCupid. Oh, I feel like OkCupid is like... OkCupid and Plenty of Fish, I feel like, are always bad stories. <laughs> Yeah, and those are the two that I used back in the day. And really? Great. No. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, <clears throat> so she starts. I met this guy on OkCupid. He looked cute in all of his pictures. He was a Cuban-Russian mix. Ooh, little bit of a bad boy, but I was into it. We talk a bit and seem to vibe really well online, so we moved to texting, and then we set up a date. He picked me up in his car, which unfortunately stunk like McDonald's fries. Okay, what's wrong with McDonald's fries? It smells delicious. I know, but if it's sitting out for a long time, it's got that weird stale, like... Like cardboard smell? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then you're like, oh, I put that in my stomach, and it's probably... Yeah, yeah, whatever. I still eat it. (laughs) 
Um, we went to this bar by the beach and as we're talking, he tells me about how he just got out of prison for assaulting his ex while she was pregnant with his daughter. Okay. Oof, what the fuck? That was a big <laughs> load. Holy crap. What? It started, he picked me up in his car, then went to the bar, and then he told me he got out of prison for assaulting his ex. What? At least he's upfront and honest though. I guess. But also, <laughs> she just got picked up by him, which means she's stranded, and now she has to continue on with this date. Oh, God, that's terrifying. Okay. So, he gives me this long sob story about how she won't let him see his daughter, obviously, and how he thinks that it's so unfair. That's all I needed to know to be ready to call it a night, but it actually gets better. Does it? <laughs> yeah. Um... He tells me about his job situation, how he worked at a car shop and sometimes sold drugs to his boss. What the f- What the f- <laughs> You're right, it's getting better. <laughs> Okie dokie. So I made up something bogus about having an allergy and asked him to take me home. I paid the tab because I didn't want him acting like I owed him something. Smart girl. We started walking in the direction back to his car. Then he asked if we can walk along the beach for a bit. I say that I really don't feel well, but he insists. And since he was driving, what were my options really? And this was before Uber and Lyft, so I didn't, and I didn't have cash for a taxi. So, okay, fine. We detour through the beach. And as we're walking and talking, he keeps doing this weird pivoting thing where he would suddenly swerve right in front of me and stare down at me, clearly trying to set the scene for a kiss. You look. Ew! Ew, I could just imagine him, like, swerving in front of him with his lips puckered up. I'm looking- Yes! Ew! (laughs) Hell nah! Oh my god. Ew. Oh god. So, I just kept playing the bashful girl and ducking out of the way. This goes on for no less than an hour. An hour of this? Oh my god, that's a lot of exercise of you pivoting, swerving around this girl. That's cardio, man. He was using you for a cardio workout. Um, so it goes on for no less than an hour before I finally snap a little. As nicely as I can, I say, I really wasn't kidding when I said I was having an allergic reaction. I left my EpiPen at home. I'm really uncomfortable. Can you please take me home now? Yeah. Finally, he relents. Thank God. So we go back to his car and he drives me home. As I'm about to get out, the doors lock. Oh, he locked the car door on her? Yeah. Oh my god, this is scary. This is turning into a survivor story. Is it? Oh god. I look back at him, and he's got this mischievous smile on his face, and his eyes are on my mouth. Ew! 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 Ew. I didn't even need to fake a blush. I was so terrified and pissed that I could feel how red my face was. I leaned in and swerved last minute to kiss him on the cheek. My hand behind me unlocked the door. As I moved away, I giggled and said in my sweetest voice, I had a really great time. Call me, okay? The door was open at that point. He was clearly buying into my sweet, innocent, won't kiss on the first date bullshit. I went up the stairs and down a hall to wait for him to pull out of the lot. Then I went downstairs to my actual apartment. He stayed following my Instagram for years. I blocked him every time he popped up in my notifications. Every time he tried to contact me, I also blocked him. I met my husband maybe a month later and deleted my OKC account. That's not the weirdest date, but it was hands down the scariest. Holy crap. This girl's really smart. Like, the series of actions that she did. Actively yeah. Going to a different apartment. Mm-hmm. Very and, smart. like, she kept her cool the whole time. I feel like yeah. I'd just have a panic attack. I mean, Ew. this is scary because... Knowing his background and everything, you yeah. never know what he's going to do. Also, the fact that he locked the door on her and she still didn't give it. I mean, good for her. But yeah. I feel like in a lot of situations, like the girl might just do it so that she doesn't get murdered. And it's just such an uncomfortable situation. But this was really smart what she did, like pretending to be like that sweet girl that doesn't do first kisses and then yeah. unlocking the door behind her. That's yeah. freaky, man. This is a survivor story, 100%. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah. And why would he, like, just, I guess, do you think he maybe told her his backstory about, like, beating up his wife and stuff to scare her into the situation? So she's, Yeah. Like, so she feels like she has away. to, like, kiss him yeah. and do, <gasps> for sure. 
Or he's just an open book and he thinks that it's cool to share stuff like that. Maybe he feels like proud to have street cred. Uh, I don't know if this gives you street cred. I mean, you beat up your fucking pregnant wife. I know. And also, (laughs) also, he clearly thinks that he was in the right because he was giving the sob story about how he won't, he can't see his daughter because of because of your own fucking actions. Yeah. But like he thinks that he actually deserves to see the daughter, right? And he's yeah. in the like he's the poor person. He's here. the victim. Yeah, which is not okay. So um yeah, well, good for you, uh a nuke day for being so smart in this situation and we could take a lesson or two from this. All right, the next story comes from a username Shmallery Renee. That's the best we can do with that name. Okay, so (laughs) Um, she says, I had a guy come over and he was attractive, so we had sex. End of story. Just just kidding. Um, And then we went to sleep. I had to wake up this kid at noon um, and be like, okay, I have to get ready for work, so you got to get out of here. So he starts to get dressed and couldn't find one sock, one of his damn socks, okay? So he accused me of stealing his fucking sock. What? Can you imagine taking a boy home, having sex, sleeping over at your place? Next morning, he's like, you stole my sock, didn't you? Give my sock back, you sock thief. (laughs) What the fuck? Um, so he searched through all of my drawers and dumped out my dirty clothes hampered looking for it. No. Wait, he actually thought she stole his sock. Yeah, he like legitimately thinks that she stole the sock and he's very upset about it and he's very determined to find the damn sock. I'd be so mad right now. Yeah. Well, he didn't find it. So, (laughs) (laughs) but she says, I ended up finding it weeks later in my sock drawer and I low-key think that he planted there. Oh. Yeah. So then, I don't know, she's like, I don't know why, but maybe, you know, he wanted to plant a sock there so he has an excuse to come back and get his sock. <laughs> like, why would you not hide your wallet or your key? Something that's important. important. Like, who would go back for a fucking sock? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Anyway. um, So when he couldn't find it, he finally starts to leave and turns out his car got towed because he parked exactly where I told him not to park. Mm-hmm. Yep. Anyway, so um, looking back, I would have told him to tough tough it up and got him an Uber and went back to work. But I ended up taking him to the car tow place so he could get it back. And of course, he didn't have his wallet. Maybe he planted that somewhere too. <laughs> Who knows? So I had to pay for the damn damn thing. What? That could be like six hundred dollars. Yeah, that's expensive. It's expensive. Yeah, and she had to sign it for him too because he didn't have he didn't have his stupid ID on him. But the car toll place doesn't take cards, so we had to find an ATM to get some cash. That's this is annoying. A very expensive one night stand. Yes, with <sighs> the person who accused her of stealing his fucking sock. <laughs> So finally, he gets his car back, and I'm already 30 minutes late for work. And he goes, Okay, I'll call you later. And I just looked at him and said, Never talk to me again. Wow. <laughs> he texted a few hours later and said that he lost the, uh, the stylus for his phone, and I blocked his phone number. The fuck? That was oh like, it just kept, kept getting worse and worse and worse. This- and I mean, at least get your money back for the towing before you tell him to never talk to you again. You know. Actually, that's so true. Wait, she just like let him go without paying. Maybe she, it was just not worth the trouble. Uh, I think it's worth a couple hundred dollars. <laughs> I mean, I would, I would a hundred percent get it back. Are you kidding me? I told you not to fucking park there, and you parked there, and you got your car towed. Yeah. And you accused true. me of stealing your fucking sock. So I'll, I'm not, I'm not gonna let you go get away with this. Oh man, this whole story was so frustrating. Yeah, yeah. This is also why, yeah, one night stands doesn't work out. Just, just don't do it. We should do an episode on one night stands. And uh, I will share a lot of stories from uh, other people. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like people who 
have never had a one night stand always want a one night stand. They're like, oh, I missed out on that opportunity. People who have actually gone through one night stands know that, no, honey, you saved yourself a lot of uh, tears and frustrations and it's not, it's not great. I'm still curious though. (laughs) (laughs) It's honestly one of, well, actually I had one good one, but I had multiple bad ones. Okay, please share. Next, the good, next, well, the next, next episode. One. Yeah, next episode. Yeah, next All right. Episode. Yeah, this episode we're focusing on these crappy dates that never end. Okay, and this is our last story. So this one is shared by someone named Kay Dranger. Hmm. And, sure. Yeah. Um, okay. And, oh, he's from Singapore. So he says, A few years ago, I befriended someone over Scout. So that's like kind of their dating online dating platform right her photos were eerily pretty and by eerily you guys should know it's it's because there are one of those extensive facial enhancing filters which was not very common back then so never i never really thought much of it after a few days after i initiated she responded to my hi in her profile it was like who wants to go eat with me Seeing this as her way of an icebreaker, I asked whether she wanted to go do dinner with me or not in a city called uh, Kaling. So in the end, she said yes. And so she told me where she was staying in Kalong. I don't know how to pronounce this. I'm sorry, guys. Um, And so I traveled all the way there to meet her there. It took about an hour for me to drive. Everything seemed normal at first, but then she never appeared. She didn't answer any of my calls, and after waiting and loitering around Kalong for half an hour, she finally messaged me and said she's not in a good mood and didn't want to meet. The fuck? That's so rude. So rude and frustrating. So I got a bit impatient because I came all the way out there, spent so long in the area waiting, and she declared that she was not in a mood. Anyways, after negotiating, <laughs> she wanted me to prove <laughs> negotiating. She wanted me to prove to her that I was in Kalong. So I took a photo of my surroundings and then she finally agreed and asked me to go to her apartment area to wait for her. Waited for another half an hour uh, and kept messaging her to ask her how much longer she had to or she was going to make me wait. I never got a reply. At this point, I thought to myself, maybe it was a prank where a girl likes to trick guys into going somewhere, but they never turn up. What kind of prank is that? That's so shit. That's just mean. That's just that's what that's you Singapore girls do out there. That's horrible, man. Yeah. Anyways, ended up she finally appeared. Okay, so she appeared. So she did not look as pretty as the photos because of the, <laughs> because of the filter. <laughs> he says, but still okay enough. <laughs> okay enough. But her fashion sense told me that she is not a local. I don't know what that means. What I wish you added a picture. Anyways, <laughs> we proceeded to go to the Tanjong Pagar to eat Korean food in the uh, in the food market. And during the journey, she was chatty and all, and even played with the Snapchat filters with me. You know, the nonsense dog face thing that was popular a few years ago. Um, mm. Anyways, we kept talking. Uh, she kept talking to me and asking about me so it went pretty well we finally reached the restaurant and we ordered quite a good amount of food we ate and chatted some more but at that point i felt that i just couldn't click with her i still entertained her anyway since i was out there um we kept talking about some weird stuff which i wasn't quite interested in and her korean fangirl within her made her make comments and ask embarrassing questions to the young handsome and pretty korean waiters and waitresses there that's awkward She's yeah, a she's a K-pop fan. fan. She, she wouldn't know who Blackpink is, Amy. <laughs> yeah, when I got on the phone, all I heard was like, I think it was Korean music. I was like, hello? Hello? And there was no noise. So I listened to it for like three minutes. And then I was like, Amy? <laughs> I was like, yes, I've been here listening to this music. And she's like, do you know Blackpink? I'm like, no. She's like, what? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I was watching a Blackpink video, eating my rice cake with avocado spread. It was it was a good time. Okay, it was a good time. Yeah, yeah, and ignoring me because obviously Blackpink yeah. is more important. So okay, there's four of them. And there's one of you, so you do. The oh, <laughs> I did not know it was a group. Okay, anyways, 
The worst thing was that when one of the waiters served up a dish that we never ordered, I brought it up and she stopped the guy and said, never mind, we'll have it. Even though she was not paying for the dinner. Yeah, so I love the I love the way that he wrote that though. No need you pay ma, of course. Okay. <laughs> I don't even know if that's proper like how do how do you say that? No no in you pay ma, of course okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's the Singapore English spoken by a Chinese person. Oh my god, fucking jokes. Okay. <clears throat> so after we finished, I paid for the bill and I was kinda glad that it was gonna be over soon. She revealed to me that she had a free Golden Village ticket and wanted to watch Suicide Squad. So Golden Village is like a movie theater. I coaxed her to say that I would accompany her and arrange a date to go see it. But then I don't know what it was. It was either me saying that um, I would reschedule with her or if it was because I didn't like the Korean culture or something. um, It just made her grumpy. So along the way to the MRT station, we didn't talk at all. I didn't have a desire to chat with her anyways, so I just walked behind her. Halfway through, she turned back and asked, Can you not follow me? What? (laughs) So then I rolled my eyes and walked in front of her. And for a good 30 seconds or so, I had a hunch and turned around and I was right. She pulled a Batman out of me. She pulled a (laughs) Batman on me. I continued my journey and thought to myself, it was the price of a meal to find out how ugly she is on the inside. Maybe she thought negatively of me and deemed me as a nightmare, but I didn't really care. Because even if that was the case, at least we were feeling mutual about it. Damn. Okay, so when he said that she pulled a Batman on me, it means like, what, she just vanished? She just disappeared? Yeah, she just disappeared. Why Batman? (laughs) Um, This was a very hard story to read because I had to translate it into English English and... uh, Thank you, Nana, for helping me with that. <laughs> I, I, I actually love Singaporean English. It's it's so like, I think it's better for a Chinese person to understand it because a lot of it's mixed with like Chinese slangs in it. And it's just so fun to listen to. I love Singaporean English. Where do you listen to it? Like I, there's some, so there's a lot of like Taiwanese singers that are originally from Singapore. Like they were born in Singapore and, but they're her. I guess their heritage is still Chinese, so they moved back to China or Taiwan. And through conversation listening to them to speak speaking English, you hear it and it's 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 very fun to listen to. <laughs> oh yeah. Well this was a, a very interesting mm. story and uh long day for this guy. Holy yeah. crap. Yeah. And also he, he traveled up, so far. Yeah, and he ended up waiting for her for like an hour just to see her and she doesn't even look like who she was online. And she was also drooling over the Korean waiters and waitresses. And That's so disrespectful. Like, you're on a date with this guy who is, like, paying for your food. That, that aside, like, you're on a date with this guy. You made a commitment to meet up and get to know each other. And during that day, during that meal, you're fucking drooling over another guy that's serving your food. That's just yeah. disrespectful. Yeah. And then you also made the decision to keep a dish when you were going to make the guy pay for it the meal yeah, yeah. so I, I think she just didn't want to like upset the korean oppa waitress <laughs> true true yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah anyway very Anyways. very long date for you but i mean at least she got out of there fast like a batman so <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any stories yourself about a date that never ended? Um, I can't think of one in particular, but I remember this person that never ended. It was like a series of a series of dates that never ended. And mm-hmm. I think whenever you're meeting somebody for the first time, especially from online, and they ask to meet up on a weekend during daytime, you know it's going to be a fucking long day. Because it's not just like a quick, oh, let's go grab a coffee. It was like, it started off in the morning with an activity and you know that it's going to be followed with like food and then another coffee and another activity. So our first day we went, uh, I met this guy on OkCupid, um, do not recommend. So (laughs) (laughs) we went, he took me to axe throwing and because I said I've never been. So he took me to this place in downtown and turns out they don't accept parties less than four people so we couldn't have like an axe throwing date 
that he had originally planned, but was not planned well, obviously, because he didn't even know that we couldn't go by the two of us. Right. So we were like, okay, what the fuck do we do now? So we were walking around and we ended up just going to a park for a walk. And I don't actually remember how that part went because it was such a long time ago. And then he drove me to Buffalo. What? You went all the way to Buffalo, New York? Like, yeah. So like midway through the day, he drove me back to my house, told me to grab my airport, my passport, and we drove to Buffalo. Wait, okay. You went 30 minutes out to Toronto, then you drove two hours down to Buffalo? Mm-hmm. To get lunch, because it was his favorite lunch place. Hold on. Did you start this date at, like, 9 a.m., or...? It was, like, 10.30. <laughs> oh. Like I said, when you meet somebody for the first time, do not start your date in the morning, because it's going to be a long day. Okay? Wow. Yeah. We went there for lunch, and lunch was, like mediocre at best <laughs> his favorite restaurant i know i and maybe it had some sentimental values to it he might have told me i don't remember i'm sorry um and then we came back not before we went to like the cheesecake factory and getting a few slices of cheesecake on the way back as takeout and then and then what do we do after i think we went up to get drinks and anyway it was a whole day of activities and, and ended up going home after dinner and it was just exhausting a very long date and um i'm like tired listening to this date i know (laughs) it was exciting the morning because i thought like i I was dressed like a lumberjack ready to go throw some axe (laughs) but then we ended up in fucking buffalo and Mm. i mean i had fun but there was no chemistry so it it was just not the best date that's the worst thing is if you had chemistry you'd probably be like that was the best date ever yes yeah because it's very thoughtful like the whole day was very thoughtfully planned out i think yeah it was Um, i mean i mean like you said if it was somebody that i was genuinely interested in or was attracted to i would have had like it would have been my books for the best date ever right right but when you don't like the person it's a little yeah this is super interesting because like i had a very similar experience and I always wondered you know did you have chemistry at axe throwing or was there no chemistry there either and no. he continued on with the date yes so that's interesting because I had the same experience so like this was when I met someone on plenty of fish so do not recommend that either <laughs> um, and I I met this person and like we had a lot of chemistry over text uh-huh. and on the app But when we met, and this is where I made a mistake of him picking me up, and I will never, ever have a guy pick me up for a first date ever. Well, I I won't because... You can't. Yeah, sorry. But anyways, I don't recommend anybody getting picked up on the first date. You always need an escape car. Um, (laughs) So he picked me up. We went to a picnic by the lake. And, like, right away, I was like, okay, there's no chemistry here. But... For, and, and there were awkward silences and I remember like we didn't we just had nothing in connection and like every time I made a joke he didn't get it and so I was like oh okay this is awkward or if he made a joke he'd like laugh and I'd be like that was not funny um mm-hmm. and just no chemistry but he then asked me to go to the mall to run errands with him because it was a full day thing oh, right God. And still no chemistry, like such awkward commentary and stuff. But like, I, I didn't have a ride and I didn't know where we were. So I was like, fuck, I'm stuck with this guy. And then he asked like, me to go to dinner. Before Uber. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And and then he asked me to dinner and then we sat at dinner and it was super awkward. And then like, he still tried to talk to me the next few days. And I was like, was it really just me that didn't feel the chemistry? Or like... <laughs> That's the worst. Like it, it, maybe it was a great date for him. Maybe he actually did feel chemistry between the two of you, and he really liked you. How is that possible? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, my first few dates with Lehman, he thought we had a great time, and oh, that's true. <laughs> it was not the case. No, no, sir. No, sir. <laughs> Poor Lehman. <laughs> Yeah, maybe sometimes, like, we just read the room differently and we read the chemistry differently, right? Like, we can feel absolutely nothing and the other person's, like, having the best time or vice versa. Mm. 
I'm sure we've been on days where we feel like it was a great hit and then we never got a call back and wondered that's true why you're right no you're right but I feel like in those cases whatever I tell the story I always miss out like the important part of it which was I think he was bored of the date oh you know how like when you tell a story and you're like you highlight all the good parts and then you're like oh wait but there was that one part where he was looking at his phone for 20 minutes and Oh. you know it just was not good i don't know it's interesting yeah. I, I don't miss going out to meet strangers for first dates i gotta be honest <laughs> yeah this goes back to that episode that we had for first dates it's just first dates are so awkward if you have a good first date with someone though it's it's actually a lot of fun well how was your first date with kevin oh uh, okay I guess, <laughs> yeah i was thinking i was like well we were best friends before so i so you guys uh, definitely had chemistry, right? Because you guys were, have known each other all, basically your whole lives and you guys were best friends and you knew each other mm-hmm. so well. Yeah. But I guess the first date where I actually was attracted to him was different. Because mm. like I'd always hung out with him as friends. I think the first date that we had, there's just a lot of sexual tension. <laughs> I remember we were at an aquarium. There are families everywhere. We couldn't keep our hands off each other. And we're like, we should we should probably go. <laughs> <laughs> Not be here with all these families. Yeah. But that's good, though. That's so much. Oh, my God. I don't think I've ever been in a relationship where it started off as, like, pure friendship. And then just for so it's many weird. years. It's weird. Right? Like, you have to get over this barrier. I had a very hard time with it because I never liked him. Like, Kevin used to like me, so it's different. No offense. Okay. Yeah. Oof. But he knows. He knows. But, like, to get over that, like, friend zone barrier where I had to see him as someone I was sexually attracted. It, it was, like, a ew thing at first because it's, like... He's like a brother. He was like Ew, a brother. I know. It's don't, gross. Don't it's, gross. it's gross. Ew. But I actually see him as like two different people. My friend Kevin from like high school and middle school and stuff. And like the guy I'm dating Kevin. There's two people. Even I have now? to separate it like that. Yeah, even now. That's so weird. It's so, so weird. When you wake up in the morning, you hang out with your friend Kevin. And then when you go to bed that night, you go to bed with your boyfriend Kevin. No, 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 no. This whole life I'm experiencing is boyfriend Kevin. But like when we were with our friends and stuff and we talk about uh. friend Kevin, it's like a different person I'm talking about. It's not this guy I'm dating. That's so it's interesting. It's the only way I can separate it. Because <laughs> otherwise it's really weird to think about. Yeah, because you guys have known each other literally your entire lives. And to think back to all the, like, friends' experiences that you've shared, it's, yeah, I can't even imagine. That's weird. It is weird. Like, we used to talk about, like, the people that we dated and stuff. And, like, we used to fart on each other. It was just, like, weird. Yeah. (laughs) It's just weird, you know? So we had to separate it. And I don't know if that helps anybody out there that has a best friend who you're thinking about crossing that boundary with. Try to think about them as a, a this now person. Yeah, that's weird because I've never really believed in pure friendships between men and women who are mm-hmm. heterosexual. Like, I, I don't... There's always been that tension for me. I can't yeah. just have a guy friend and not be like... Put that boundary down. Like, I've always put up a boundary with men and just... Maybe it's like the way that I was brought up. Yeah. I, I don't know why. Um... But yeah, and, and there's like actually a, a trend going on TikTok right now with girls kissing their guy best friend or a guy kissing their girl best friend to see what? the reaction. And most of the time, the best friend kiss back and that just tells you like they've had a mutual crush on each other and nobody wants to push that barrier over. And you didn't know about this? No, I don't yeah. have TikTok. Interesting. Oh, oh you old people. You know, <laughs> youngsters are all on TikTok now these days. <laughs> I mean, that's, like, really interesting because I feel the complete opposite of that where I think guys and girls can be good friends. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's also because I've always either had a crush on my guy friend, like, my guy best friend, or vice versa. And, like, I've been asked out by my guy best friend who I wasn't, I actually wasn't attracted to and it was just like really fucking weird for me because mm. like you said I looked at them as a brother 
Um, or like I liked my guy best friend and they probably saw me as a sister and it was just, I don't know. It's weird. Maybe it's think, because of the way that I was brought up and we were told maybe. not to like, like literally, I kid you not, in, in, when I was in elementary school in China, they told us that guys and girls can't be friends. <laughs> wow. Yeah, because, you know, there's a saying that guys and girls should not be like too close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think it's probably the way that I brought up. I was brought up. That's so interesting. I know that like my mom, when she was younger, like all her friends, she'd hang out with guys basically. Huh. And then I have my girl group and then I have my guy group as well. So like, and the guy group, there's, there's no, there's no, like there's no way, you know? So like, <laughs> and I'm very comfortable with both groups. And I think Kevin also, like most of his, he just connects better with girls uh yeah <laughs> and so like we're both very comfortable with the fact that like we have friends from the opposite genders and so but but unfortunately that made our relationship harder because we were truly like friends at that point because he'd stopped liking me at that point too and i was yeah so that's interesting about the tiktok thing you should get a tiktok account even though TikTok is about to be banned, oh, but yeah. you're a little late to the party. Yeah, you gotta talk to your hip young friend more. <laughs> well, that is the end of our episode 15 of the second season. Thank you so much for listening. Yeah, and um, as always, send us in your stories um, or like. Yeah, let us know if you want to be a guest on our show at the notebook podcast at gmail.com. Yes, or uh, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at the notebook podcast and uh, find us on the notebook podcast.com, which has all of our information. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, then. <laughs> um, and yeah, stay tuned, guys, because we have a couple more special episodes that are coming your way. Uh, yes. And. Continue to give us feedback on that stuff because we want to know if uh, you guys like it or we should stop. Um, your feedback's really... Shut up, Amy and Anna. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, uh, well, we hope you enjoyed this week's episode and uh, we will be back next week writing your ears, tickling your little ear drums. <laughs> You're so gross. Okay. Thank you. Okay, bye. Bye.